Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnotthaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Daddy. So come on, come on, Daddy came the hokey pokey with me. It's the sing-off with One T.J. Miller. In, you take your third foot out. Your third foot, that's your dick. Come on, come on, do the hokey pokey with me. <laughs> gotta have falsetto. You're gotta. I've never heard you start and not make it there. You know. Well, that's that's where I need to go. You know, that's uh, that's my destination. You know what, TJ? A lot of people hit the ground running, and I like to try to hit the ground falling. Because you know what? I just hit the ground. You just like to. You know? Why? Why am I? Why are we hitting the ground running? I like to hit the ground skipping. Just why, just get into a jolly sassy start. That's what it is. When you hear people- ground skipping, it's a jolly sassy start. Sassy macker style. <laughs> sassy, sassy, sassy mackerel. Sassy blaster 2020. Um, we're doing a staring contest. Uh, we've been doing it for 23 hours. Um, I hit I hit the ground skipping with just a real sassy look that I've held. For how long was it? How long have we been doing it for? 23 hours we've been doing a staring contest. See, and what he's been trying to do is get me to look down at my watch. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not going to fall for that. But what he did was he taped his wristwatch to my forehead. So that's how I I also Yeah. And I also taped my eyelids open so that. I don't don't think that's fair. But uh, I took trucker-grade amphetamines, and some diet pills from the late 1980s. The uh, late 90s, early 80s diet pills. Well, this is the ultimate. This is a battle royale. And I know uh, the 12 and a half are out there uh, placing bets on who might win this. uh, I love love saying, um, I love saying, how old was he? Oh, I'd say late 60s, early 40s. You know what I mean? I, I'm not sure exactly, but he seemed like he was in early 70s, early 80s, you know, late yeah. 70s, early 90s, maybe. Well, that's about, that's why about, about 12, 13 years possibility. <laughs> the idea that people could uh, like pick someone out of a lineup um, that they that they have enough that they're not so self-absorbed. And I include myself on this list 
that we really notice how other people look uh, on a level we could notice what one of them looked like over four others. Um, I think the lineup thing is very flawed. What do you think? I mean, I got to say that, uh, I don't know. I got to say that I, I don't think so. I just, I really don't think so. If only in the sense that uh, usually when you're doing a lineup, it isn't with somebody that you spoke with at a party or something. Mm, okay. They have robbed or killed someone close to you. They've tried to burglarize your home by getting in because they think that your window is a human trafficking tunnel. You're kind of like that guy. But I, I, I notice how people look, but you're right. I, I think a lineup, how accurate is it? It's going to be the question always, you know? Yeah. I'd love, there's probably literature on that in terms of, you know, how many times has somebody picking the right person in a lineup uh, ended up sort of being backed up by physical evidence. Video or others, you know what I'm talking about. The one guy that I fingered, you know what I'm talking about. Take a break. (laughs) (laughs) And if you're listening now and you are of a certain age, of a certain innocence, when he says uh, fingered, he means uh, I, I laid down the law on you. I, uh, we caught you. Uh, he does not mean there's four lucky people and then one that he fingered. He put his finger inside of. I thought I just saw you blink. Was that? Uh, no, no, no. That's, uh, you know what's been happening? You know when there's that little tiny black sort of speck that goes across your eye? Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been staring at each other for so long and I just bit my tongue. I don't know if anyone could hear well, that. But I didn't that know if that's where the blood is. The blood coming from your tongue or your eye? Because something is bleeding on your no, face. No, it's again. it's it's com it's combo tongue, it's combo tongue and nose bleed right now. That's uh, the old combo on. tongue nose. I got a, I got the old combo tongue nose. Yeah, and people rarely go that route. People like to hit the ground running. I like to I like to hit the ground falling. That's just me. Uh, you've been doing a lot of walking. I like to hit the ground. Sitting. I just like to yeah. get there, take a rest. <laughs> and take a rest because you just hit, hit the, ground. the ground. Sometimes I'll hit the ground sleeping. If I if I really want to go to bed, I will hit regroup. the ground sleeping. Regroup. Uh, you know, this is backwards. You can. This is backwards Tuesday, so we're going to do things way out of order today. We're going to start off with a tiny opinion. Though they are, in fact, normal-sized men, they have tiny opinions. I think people are really remiss. Using the word remiss, what do you think? I I think people no, but see, even then, I'm not sure you use it correctly. It's it's. I think it would be, and this is what we were talking about. I think people would be remiss to not use remiss more. It just always sounds good, and it. I think it's. It was the one thing that I said to Steve Martin. I did a a table read uh, for his uh, a musical. That he didn't end up making um, with uh, Edie, uh, Edie Brickna- Brickell and, Edie the new Brickell, Bo- yeah. and the new Bohemians. Were the new Bohemians there? Be- no, they were all older Bohemians. I just felt bad time. for the older Bohemians that got sort of put out to pasture, didn't you? I think we're good enough friends that we we go for the same joke a lot. I'd say I'd say twenty three percent of the time we're both headed to the same place, and then twenty seven percent twenty seven percent of the time I I uh, I say the words incorrectly, and uh, you know and about three percent of the time you mention Massey Sacker getting fingered. You know, <laughs> that could be part of it too. Uh, uh, Mackie Sasser. That's the, Sassy uh, Macker. Yeah. yeah. It's Mackie Sassy Sasser. Mackerel. Ex- you, you know, you, you have talked legend. for so many years 
about Mackie Sasser. And I want to tell you that my Mackie Sasser is sassy mackerel. <laughs> and that is a very uppity, sometimes when she want to be bitchy little fishy. Yeah. We, when people are uh, remiss in hitting the ground running, is that swimming? <laughs> they don't hit the ground I at think all? It's almost always used as, I would be remiss not to say. Right. In fact, we should look it up right now. But I that was the one thing I said to Steve Martin. He had New Bohemians weren't there, but he had this script and we were all reading and I played a couple different parts. And it was uh, it was very fun. I was sort of nervous at first, which d- never happens. And then I kind of said, look, I'm here for a reason. Let's get it done. And um, and did very well. And then as we left, I said, uh hi, Mr. Martin, I'm TJ Miller. And he goes, no, I know. <laughs> he kind of like, I know, I chose you to be in the thing. And I said, I would be remiss not to say that you're the reason that I got into comedy. Um, yeah. And as an absurdist and a comedian and multidisciplined, um, really something else. And then he sent me a thank you card. Wait, what did he say to that? I in, felt, in that said, oh, oh, well, thank you. Thank okay, you. yeah. You know, he's a, I don't think he's a very talkative Fellow. Well, he's quite a he's quite a uh, he's quite a coxman. What? He's got a he's it seems like he's gone through a lot of different relationships in his career. He really do you think he's a coxman? And I I don't know if that's a compliment or a put down to call someone a coxman, but I, I have heard that phrase. What do you think? Do you think that's a this my my friends is an essential question of human nature? Essentially, this is essential questions of human nature. When someone is calling you a coxman, is that good or bad? I think that's definitely. It used to be a compliment in this day and age. I think it's starting. No, no. If somebody said, well, I don't hear anybody. I've never heard anybody say it except for you ever in my entire <laughs> life. And that's true. Uh, but yeah, if you called me a coxman, yeah, I'm thinking good things. I thought you okay. meant that he's got a very large member. No, I think it means that you were with a lot of different people. Oh, like you're, I, you're, you, know, you know what I have heard? And so yeah. I think, again, this is one of those 27% of the times. It's a cocksmith. Not a coxman. It's a cocksmith. Oh, you might be right. Like so a blacksmith or something. So I've been using it wrong for the last uh, And that's why years. that's yeah. why people have been going, would you, would you hmm. call me? Yeah. 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 That's what why. Mean, what do you mean by coxman? Those are fighting words. You almost blinked when I called him a coxman, but then you Them's didn't. there. And should, okay, here's another sort of essential question of human nature. Should you ever say, well, those, those there are fighting words? Or should mm-hmm. you always go with well, them there's fighting words? I think you always go with the latter. It should always be them there's fighting words. Mm hmm. Because mm-hmm. then there is. Yeah, you're you're moving your okay. Yeah, I think you. I feel like you moved your screen no, there for a second. Not, uh-uh. Just because you took a hard blink. No, a hard thanks. Blink, not no, even no. a soft blink. You I'm closed your you, eyes and fell asleep. I'm going to say those little black things that sort of go across your eyes. We've been staring at each other for so long that I've got ones the size of my full eye, sort of passing through. It's almost like an eye clips, which is where your eyes are eclipsed by those weird black things that float yeah. around. Yeah, an eye clips. I don't know what those are called. Floaties? What do you call those? Eye floaters? What um, do you say? Cockeyes? Cockeyed? Yeah, well, c- cockeyed yeah. coxman floaters? Yeah, it's something of that nature. Floaty tickles? Yeah. Whack it and jack it? <laughs> 
good to see you, my friend. It's been a good few weeks, and I've, I've missed um, talking to you. We've been having these conversations now for better part of nine years, and uh, uh, you know, it's uh, sometimes when I'm walking around or swimming. You've been swimming a little bit. Yeah, um, I'm just writing down them. There's fighting words. That's something to talk about on stage for sure. Okay. Then yeah. you should always say that instead of those. Well, those are fighting words. It's just never, it doesn't sound tough. Do you ever just walk into a room and just yell out, for those about to rock, <laughs> we salute you. Fire. They brought cannons on stage. What, that, what, what's not to like? They have cannons. They roll some cannons onto the stage <laughs> with them during a concert. Are what? we suddenly, without warning, talking about ACDs? Yeah, I can't stop <laughs> myself. Suddenly like? and without warning, we are talking about ACDs. I can't ACDC. help it. I just, what's not to like about that band? I don't think anybody dislikes them. I just got to think like, I, I do love so the idea. Too. I, of course, didn't know that it was a ACDC reference. But I love the idea of walking in to anywhere and saying, Those about to rock, we salute you. Because it's just a funny way to open up where it's like, I know, I know you guys are having a book club or whatever this is where y'all hold books and pretend to talk about bullshit. Yeah. But if you're about to rock, I got to tell anyone in here who's preparing to rock, we salute you. And then it's like a seven minute song or something. And TJ, the final two minutes, is they're just, always, fire. It's just, it's, he keep, just keeps yelling, fire. And they just keep blowing off the uh, the cannons. I mean, it's just it's so, it's just you have you have a strong argument for why they're the greatest um, rock band of all time. But it's you know it's so much about rock and music with them. I think the Beastie Boys is the greatest band of all time. I think largely because of the sense of humor, the silliness. Yeah. In the context of the hip hop is like. And then as musicians, they were much more dynamic than ACDC, but we can't compare them because ACDC wasn't trying to do shambolic Zen music. You know, they just wanted to fucking rock. Well, I, I like to think that ACDC has tongue firmly planted in cheek, but I, I don't think that's the case. No, I think no, they really no, are no, that could be hard rocking, hard living dudes. What's you know? the guy? Who's the guy who wears the, the schoolboy outfit? Uh, Angus. Yeah, I mean that's a little tongue in cheek. Yeah. yeah, and there's there's funny songs. Dirty Deeds is kind of a funny song. I mean, there's there's some sort of you know tongue in cheek songs. There's the song Big Balls or She's <laughs> yeah, Got that's Balls. True. Big Balls is pretty good. I gotta say, I I'm gonna give them a full listen. That's uh, here's what I'm gonna do. Listen all to the I'm song gonna, Big Balls. Listen, let me, hear me on this. Yeah. All I'm gonna do is listen to ACDC uh, for the next 48 hours. That's it. I'm not oh, joking. Yeah. yeah. Just ACDC. Well, are you going to leave for Salt Lake City, Utah? Guys, I'm on tour. I, I've had some great 12 and a halfers. One, uh, Jim Kelly. I'm uh, hoping that's his name because there's a guy named Frank Kelly that I'm working with right now also. But it's Jim Kelly, I think. And um, he brought me personalized masks. I sent you a picture of them. And so for the 12 and a half, we might actually get some of these cashing in with TJ Miller masks. Available oh, see, I didn't know that was a mask. You sent me a with, picture. Of it. Yeah. Awesome. P, P 2.5 um, filters. So they're the real deal. And um, yeah, he brought I'm you, a, work he brought you a 12 and a half mask. He made one. 
Oh, he had one printed. I guess you can go to a, a place and, and get it printed. I'm, I got to tell you, man. He one made of the me some other TJ Miller themed stuff, a, a, an emoji movie mask, a bunch of them. One of the biggest it was amazing. I mean, things it was that bums nice me out about this whole six months is I haven't been able to see a 12 and a half or after a show and have a conversation. And it's, I miss that very much. And uh, sometimes I feel like we're doing this in a vacuum. I don't get to see them personally. Well, that's, I've been really lucky. After shows. Yeah. Each, each of the shows that I have done, which is only, I think four or five clubs, uh, there have been some of the 12 and a half there, which is amazing. I mean, it's, it, you're right. It's, it's such a pleasure, but what I miss is I don't get to do the meet and greets anymore. Uh, and so I actually don't get that time with the 12 and a half or to say stuff like, what are your favorite cash phrases? Do you like the falsetto? You know, all the stuff that connects all of us um, through this strange and beautiful network that is 106 point whoops, the 12 and a halfers. <laughs> uh, remiss means negligent. The flipper floppers. Negligent, careless, or slow in performing yeah. one's duty. Yeah. So he's terribly remiss in his work. So I think the reason you say I would be remiss not to say, I would be negligent not to say, you know, you're one of the greats of all time. Characterized by late negligent, yeah. So, but you can use it. He does his job remissly. He's really remiss in his work. So I think people are remiss not to use the word remiss more because it's also a thing, it's one of those great words where people don't really know what it is, but they've heard it. So you could really go up to somebody and say, I got to say, as a friend, you are super remiss. You really are Some a people remiss are friend. Super remiss and learning exactly what remiss means. There you go. Exactly. So there's a lot of but different I love, ways. I love the idea of being able to say to somebody, I got it. When it's sexually speaking, you are remiss. I mean, you are, you are remiss America. Ah! <laughs> From the three-point line! Switch! From downtown, yes, it's Mackie Sasser. To those about to make a Miss America pun, we, we salute you! Fire. Yeah, um, just over and over with the cannons. I love the cannons. It's part of my favorite uh, thing. In, you in, know the what? Rock, in the rock cannon. Yeah, I gotta tell you... Um, I've been swimming a little bit. I haven't, I don't have much time on my hands. Once in a while, I get in the ocean and do a little swimming. Well, you were you're telling me busy. You were... I wanted to catch up about that too. Just that, you know, what's been going on with you? Because I, I've been doing a lot of walking, and then I had one. I, I'm gonna. I like to call it the most significant swim in our friendship. Okay, I want to. I want to talk about that. Swim. What happened? Well, so you've been swimming a lot. I've been walking a lot, which has been nice because I've gotten to know. New York City a lot more. And I don't mean go for an hour walk or two hours. I mean four, five, six-hour walks, you know. So that takes you all the way out to uh, the, the Hamptons? I'm, I'm not well, familiar with the area. Well, what's, what's interesting is that um, <laughs> to the end of Long Island, that Connecticut? would take Where does that take many, you? many days. Those states uh, are also close together. Does that take you into to Maine? Where does that take you? It gets you right smack down Why are they bothering? Portland. Like, Portland, right, Maine. Don't bother. Don't bother with all these different states, and they're, they're so small. Come on, let's all could, come on. You love this really? theory. You just want to put it all East together. Coast. Just call just it call, the East. 
Just call it uh, connect to all of it. Why are, we, why are we having to learn all these separate names? Oh, now you're in Vermont. Fuck you. Come on. We were always in the same place. Coming from California, a state so big, it's got to be compensating for something. Or as I call it, small wiener Cali. <laughs> Cal little dick. Uh-oh. So how far does that take you? So because it's New York, you actually. Like all the way around the island? There's an island. No, no, no. Manhattan's no, no. an island. It would, I, it, would, it would take me. A very long time to go all the way north, you know, to actually get to, to actually get all the way. You know what? I might do it tonight. So it's, I, I mean, it's so it's so congested there. I, I would assume it just you just get to the corner and then come back. No, but what you what you that do do? Just doing the old congested. What you do do poop joke. New York City. So many people joke. No, okay. So good. Uh, no, it is so good. <laughs> a tasty classic it, on one hundred two point seven. The Cash Levy. <laughs> just uh, naming the station after myself now. I uh, just going <laughs> for broke. A tasty buttery lick. Not worth your two cents. He's gone for broke. Uh, give him your two cents because, ladies and gentlemen, he's gone for broke. This is one o Tom the Brokaw. <laughs> that came out of nowhere. That came right out of the 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 mid to late eighties. I like. That. I I hit the, I hit the ground going for Brokaw. <laughs> <laughs> um. So how far do you get? Um. Uh, so what happens is this is a spicy, it's buttery, spicy, tasty one. Buttery, tasty. I, I'm, I'm yeah. turning around. I'm, I'm writing stuff down. I'm thinking, oh, Boise, Idaho. This is a possible thing that I could talk mm -hmm. to the greater American public about. Uh, it really depends, but it, you just really go to a different neighborhood because you kind of double back and, you know, you have to wait for cars and for signals. But I might tonight, if I'm feeling up to it, because you interrupted you know, what I was excited about, which was a good long walk to the Manhattan Bridge, I might try to go all the way up to the end of the island and just see how long it takes, you know, for me to get a certain length of time north. But it's, you know, it's more this, you just go to a different neighborhood. I mean, do you ever just you get from to, the end and... to the West Village, you go from here to the East Village, but you can really walk for an hour or two. I guess that's what I love about it so much is that New York is so dynamic that the distance ends up being clustered, cloistered, congested. If do you, you ever, want. do you ever just get to like, um, you know, the end of the island and just kind of dip your wick in? You ever dip your wick? Just do a wick dipper, an off island. You ever just just to kind of establish wick dipper? Just just to establish you've. Uh, uh, you know, pull down your long Jonathans and just kind of dip your wick in there. Well, what I've done is dip wicker. I've I've gone to uh, the East River. <laughs> yeah, did a have wick you dipped dip, your wick? Wick dip. Then I just took that wick right over to the Hudson River on the west side of Manhattan. Did a little wick dip over there. Dip my wick the there. Double, the double wick. The double wick dip the double. and double dip of the wick. It's a single wick. Yeah, yeah. But the double dip. So you actually. You actually pulled down your long Jonathans and did it in both spots. 
in the same one. I, I did it on either on the two different rivers on either side of Manhattan just to see what the pH balance and acidity was. And I got to I got to tell you, keep your dick out of the East River and head to Hudson because that place is milky white and deliciously smooth. I take it to the break. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I did a little so bit. You can cover some ground. Yeah, you're walking, you know, I don't know if I really would look at, uh, it'd be interesting to actually look at a Google map of where I go, but it would just be a squiggly kind of all around. And I have yet to, here's what it is. The neighborhoods are so dynamic and there's so much there that I can go to the East Village over and over 10 days in a row. Yeah. And it's really interesting. I notice new things and I think, oh, that's an interesting place I'd like to try. And that place over there. And look at this. So I um, So, yeah, so so I've just been walking a lot, but these are four five, six hour walks. I did nine miles yesterday. That's amazing. And it's uh, it's really nice because it's so good for you. It really burns so many calories. I'm also but, cutting weight right now. But I I want to talk about that because I usually gain weight when I walk in New York because I can't stop myself from uh, from you know seeing something I want to eat uh, maybe on every block. Yeah, no, that's true. And I mean, really that's a temptation walk, isn't it? Temptation Island. It is the original. It is. That's temptation. right. That's a great point. Uh, Manhattan is the original Temptation Island. Is there something you want to stop and do or eat? Or yeah, anything? or buy. There's, of course, everyone has things to buy. But the food is the hardest thing because it's just world class. So what I try and do is see a place and say, and say, that. you know, I want to try that eventually. And I actually okay. have a master list of stuff that I want to look at. But it's, it is funny because... That is the problem. But now with the pandemic, it's a lot easier because your mouth is covered to keep food from going in. From just, yeah, uh, you can't, there's no excuse anymore. Before, when, you could just say you slipped and the food fell in. Yeah, right. Or you, you bought some food, you were going to throw it in the trash, but your head was in the trash can. You'd actually put your face and mouth in the trash and it ended up, you, or I mistook the trash can for my right. own mouth. Plus, you're very goal-oriented, and you're wanting to double-dip your wick. So that's, yeah, you know, you want to get out there forth. and do that. You don't want to be, you don't want to double-dick your wick on a full Double-dick uh, your wick? Double-dip your wick on a full <laughs> stomach. You know what I'm saying? You also don't want to double-dick your wick. <laughs> that go, if you do that too quickly, there'll be some friction and enough for a fire on that wick. You can light that candle, mama. Now I like I, to I like to hit the wick running. I got to tell you that right now. Gotta, <laughs> you really did hit the wick running. But I got to tell you, um, you're you're just cutting weight. You have no uh, deadline, right? You're just doing. Yeah, it. we talked about that a little bit. I I have also been trying to bicycle because you can bicycle here, even though you know you've got your your mask on. Um, at night, sometimes I'll bike with the mask down and then I'll put it up when I'm sort of getting near a cluster of people or something. But it's getting the a positive thing about the pandemic, which really there's nothing positive about it. Um, but a positive thing with learning about the virus is it's really hard to get it out outdoors, right. especially if it's windy or it's, you know, and especially if you're staying six feet away from people. It's hard to get the infection. You can get inhale some of the virus, but it's hard to get infected. So I've been feeling a lot better about that. I just read a study that makes me a little bit worried about a recent thing. So I'll just tell you, on tour, 
Uh, Because I just got back from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, and I am headed to um, Salt Lake City, Utah this weekend. Then I'll be in Bridgeport, Connecticut, up and coming. And I also have plans to go to Columbus, Ohio. All of this, of course, is at tjmillardersnotheadwebsite.com. And, um, you know, it's – I've just gotten to a point where I think, okay, if I'm not around a bunch of people – in the airline club or something, then it's okay to take my mask off and eat, you know, or have something to drink. And I actually feel more comfortable doing that in the plane because there's no one next to me in the seat and the air circulation uh, is every two minutes and that's hospital grade quality. So I've been okay taking my mask off to eat and drink there also, but I keep the mask on for the majority of the flight. So I'm playing a game of percentages with a lot of things here. And the most dangerous percentage is I do these shows and I'm keeping the front of the audience, the audience 10 feet away from me. And that's, I think the best thing that I can do. Cause I can't wear, I also put fans on either side of the stage to sort of ventilate, keep the air moving around me. Electric fans. But yeah, you have human seated on each side of the stage. Yeah, with giant palm with, leaf with big palm leaves. Yeah, time to go and, and <laughs> tiny wicks, big palm leaves, and they're dipping all day. No, I think that uh, um, I think that's the best I can do. But it is hundreds of people laughing in my direction. So sadly, I think it's only a matter of time before I get the virus. And a joke that I'm going to do on stage this weekend is that. I did a lot of, in fact, because a lot of people won't see my act in a while. Let me just bring this up real quick here. Check the, t- check the time. Don't want to do too long. That's a Steve Martin thing. Um, so this is all true. Heck of a so, coxman. So it's <laughs> just a real whacker, real cock, real cock fellow. He's yeah. a true, oh, you know, you know what he is now? He's a real cock father. That's, that's a uh, good the a cock, cock father. father. The cockfather. It doesn't sound like it's almost godfather, but a cockfather would be sort you of. You have a lot of kids. I think if you have more than seven kids, you should try the cockfather. That's a great one. <laughs> the cockfather. I also think a cockfather is someone who's been a cocksmith for so long that he's sort of ascended to the position of cockfather. Yeah. Um, so what I was writing about is that you're much more likely to die from heart disease than COVID. For sure. So what I said is, you know, if you're so worried about COVID. Right. Get some exercise. No, your yeah. better thing to do is get some exercise. But I, I think even no fried chicken tenders for a month. And then you're just, you're almost assuredly going to live longer than if you had those fried chicken tenders and you didn't, uh, and you didn't get COVID. No pizza for a week. And then I want to say, hey, I, you know what? I'd rather get COVID, honestly, than not have pizza <laughs> for a week. But the only reason I'm afraid of getting COVID is it might affect my smell and taste of pizza, of that very pizza. So statistics are on my side, but that's really the game that I'm playing is don't get COVID because you could lose your sense of taste and smell. So then pizza wouldn't taste as good. Exactly. But also don't eat pizza all the time because you want to be healthy. And if you get the virus, and then that's the other thing I'm going to talk about is that if you get the virus, um, there's a calculator online. 
that you can enter in a bunch of information will calculate your statistical chances of getting the virus, of dying from the virus. Well, I'm okay. So we talked about this on a previous episode, the, how we don't really assess risk um, in a very logical way. And one of the 12 and a half sent me um, an app called risk navigator oh, and it's yeah. on my phone here. I saw and that. I've it's, been looking it's at it. It's not as helpful to what I needed. I mean, it's not perfect, but it really is stunning. For example, you would think like um, doing heroin would be more dangerous than being a, um, a co-worker. Right. Right? I would think so, but it's not. Uh, working as a coal miner is much more dangerous than doing heroin. So, you know, if you're kind of weighing those two options, uh, might enjoy the sweet stuff. You know Get what I'm talking about? Darling, darling H. Sweet mama Harry. No, I am not. I am not at all condoning or uh, I'm not, I'm not encouraging you to do heroin. I'm just saying like, I would but think I ice fishing is very dangerous. You are. Um, and, you know, the risk navigator actually kind of, you know, it tells you like how dangerous it is to like, some of these are really interesting. Logging for example, okay? And I know we all like to uh, to log sometimes in our spare time. Do you ever just get out there and log, log a little bit? a lot bit? of hours cutting and logging. <laughs> Is that what the loggers say? Is that like a logger pun? They get out there, they're like, I logged a lot of hours. I've logged. I've Ladies, logged more. I've break. logged loggers? more. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> loggers. Logger, what would be the what would be the opposite of a logger? You say, uh, um, "Triers take a break." I'm, t- you know, I'm talking leaves. Leaves take a break. Grass, yeah, leaves. leaves. Yeah, leaves take a break. Leavers take a break. Uh, loggers, you know what I'm talking about. The danger of being a logger, you have a, a 1,327 in a million chance of sudden death as a logger. Really? So not not too risky. Yeah, not too risky. Um, really, the the most dangerous thing on here is a coal miner. Um, which is why they, you know, <laughs> compare everything to it. That was the I mean, problem. So what, what I, what I love about this risk calculator is it says, are you largely social average hygiene, all that kind of stuff. So what I found out, um, is that there is a one in 20,140 chance that you'll be murdered in a year in just a year, not in your life in the next year. And um, so what it is, is before you get the coronavirus, likely by someone you know, you will be murdered. Okay. So now, and and I like this, I think now people are going to be looking at other people on their table being like, does Bill have the sniffles? Right. Now they're going to be looking like, has he slept with my wife? I'll kill him. I'll kill that son of a bitch. (laughs) Uh, So, um, but I went in, well, wait, is that accurate? You're saying one in a wait, one in what? Did you what, say what one in a hundred? I was kidding. You, well, one in a hundred is to get hit by your one in a hundred chance about to get to die in a car accident. Really? Yeah, and we're not yeah. worried about that. But a one, one in it's I am to now be, that I know that to That's be murdered uh, in a year is one in twenty thousand one hundred and forty. So one in about twenty thousand people are going to be murdered in a year. Right. So um, 
I went into this calculator. I thought this was just fascinating. I did all this research last night. I went to this calculator and I'm a pretty healthy dude, pretty healthy. You know, I look like a toddler has given up on not eating peanut butter. Right. But I'm pretty healthy. I eat, you know, I eat very healthy and I get a lot of exercise, not high impact, but I get it done. I used to before the pandemic, but, and, um, so I went in there and I, I put all this in and I can tell you if you have no preconditions, okay, and you would put in maybe some preconditions, but it doesn't change it that much. If you are largely social, average hygiene, just average, that means a shower every once in a while. You know, that means there's a, there's a couple of days a week that you're like, I'm not brushing my teeth. You know, you wash your hands but 12 seconds is closer to 20 than 10, you know? So you just do 12 seconds. Yeah. Uh, if you have a good health service and 10% of the population is infected right now, it's like 6%. So it'd have to be twice as much. The people who die from it has to be, if that's um, 1.75, it's not. Um, it is not. But if all those things happen, no preconditions, largely social, average hygiene, good health service, 10% of the population infected, and now it's half that, and the people die from it, uh, it's 1.75%, which it isn't, then you have a 1 in 38,133 chance of, of dying from the coronavirus. Let me, let me say again, you will be murdered this year, in a year, if you're one in 20,000 people, you'll die from the coronavirus if you're one in 38,000 people. You are so much more, almost twice as likely to be murdered as die from the coronavirus. That's real. And that's if you're a guy. If you're a girl, ladies, you're about to know what I'm talking about. Guys, Take a break and get some rest. You may die much faster than your girlfriend because if you are a girl, wow, you have a 1 in 62,988 chance. It almost doubles when you are a woman with those same conditions. And you know where, you know, it quadruples, uh, you know, in terms of being unlikely if you periodically double dip, you double dip the wick in two rivers with the and with the Rona. The, if you're dipping, you're dipping your wick in uh, rivers with the Rona, that wick's gonna get got. Um, and then this, <laughs> well, this also, you, this is, um, that's for people who are. What did I say? Uh, Fifty to fifty-nine. So, hmm. so I'm only 30, I'm only well, 31, 30 so to 40. Okay. You have a one in 783,853 chance of getting it. But I, I think that this chance of being murdered thing, I, I don't think that's a statistic that you're talking about one in 20,000 people, right? That doesn't mean that you, that's over the course of a, of a lifetime, right? No, that you will be murdered this year. Okay, this year. Okay. 
then you'd have to evaluate how many humans are in America and start to con- and uh, restructure. That's already no, no. That's already been restructured. That's for America. This year, every American has a one in twenty thousand. But these are two different statistics. You're saying one in twenty thousand versus one in three hundred and thirty-eight thousand. Same. It's the same deal. Hear me. Hear me on this, okay? Okay. Okay. If you're an American, you have a one in 20,140 chance of being murdered in a year. And it depends who you know and how often you well, people. Well, no, no. And most know. likely. Like how, how often do you. That was my joke. Yeah. Most likely is yeah. it will be by someone you know. Well, and how often do you say the phrase, uh, you're an embarrassment to your right. family? If you, know, you things play of that nature, or I'm better at what I do than anything. If you play the Hitler card, it goes down to one in seven, <laughs> one in eight, one in 7.5. So uh, no, it's the same thing. I'm saying with all of the things I talked about with hygiene, social, all that stuff. If you're a dude, 59 to 60, you have a one in 38,000 chance of dying from Corona, dying from it. And so when you're 30 to 40, it's 101 in, if you're an American and you're those things I said, 30 to 40, one in 783,853 is your chance of dying. If you're age 20 to 30, I am not. But if you're age 20 to 30, it's one in 3,527,337. And that alarm you just heard is the you're going to die a Rona alarm. Um, and then what I wanted to say was that, and if you're age 10 to 20, fuck you. You're not even supposed to be in my comedy show, okay? Call me when you can drink and you know you'll die. Um, but, I mean, 1 in 16,107 is pretty fucking low, you know? And that's well, if you're absolutely. 60 to um, 70 years old. So, you know, I don't know your exact age, but I'm feeling like it's either one in, hold on. I don't even have, I don't even have 40. To, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to this calculator. I have it up. Let's do it right now. We'll do it on, fuck it. We'll do it live. We're doing it live. I We're doing that. it live. I love that. We love that. Wow. That's one of the most funny, funny moments. Okay. All right. Here we go. All right. All right. Um, okay. So, are you on your computer right now? I'm afraid this will show. No, it's down. not. I'm right here. I'm just doing a okay. different. You haven't closed your eyes yet. Just by the way, you know, I know people are listening and they're like, "Have they? Is the steer- How is the steering contest going? Uh, are these two blinking? I haven't blinked once. Uh, I don't back down. So listen, if, you if you're for those about to rock, I salute you. Just know that that's true. Um, no, that's real. If you're, if you're 50 to 59, it's a one in 62,000. Amazing. Amazing. Okay. So cash, just give me a decade that you're interested in. You don't have to tell me your age, but you're interested in 40 to 49, 50 to 59. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to reveal anything about myself. You know, okay. So I'll tell you, I'll you tell know, you, I'll tell you. I'll give you, you get hey, to you be the kind of I'll movie you, star I'll, I am, people. I'll, you don't get parts. I'll at give a certain you two age, decades. You know what I mean? Okay. Now give me I'll both give of two them. decades. Yeah. So let's say uh, minor preconditions. It's either preconditions are none, minor, or major. I'd say minor. Right. Right. Social contact. Would you say that you um, 
You know, are you around crowds what, a I lot? Mean, not really. Well, I not no, but I do a lot of whoring. It's I don't small, know if we've talked about. Would you that. say small, especially since huge? Especially since you know the pandemic started, a lot of right. whoring. What about small, average, or large? What do you think? Well, that's kind of personal. I mean, I like to think and of whoring. It, by the way, whoring is one on one. It's fun size. I, I call my whoring uh, is one on one. Yeah, I call are you it are you whoring? Are you doing a lot of multiple whoring? I call it a fun, fun size. size. That's what. But I, so, are you are you whoring with more than one person? Because this is more about crowds. No, this is when you're in public. Yeah. I'm not actually doing any whoring, number one. Uh, in fact, the streak is still intact, if anyone's curious. Now, you're really, it's easy to you're keep really doubling intact, back quick not, here. It sounds like you actually have well, been I know, doing but, some whoring. The lady doth no, protest I, of her whoring <laughs> a bit much. A bit much. Actually, uh, it would be hard to go out and do any uh you know, extreme levels of whoring considering the, I bet the coronavirus and the, you know, quarantine, that whole thing has really sort of uh, pushed those numbers whoring, down whoring. for a lot of people. The people that, the people that are out enjoying the whoring. You got to get it. You got to get it done. But it is easier to keep I mean, I, the streak. I thought about that. I was like. I, I heard the four floors of whores is down to, to two. The nevels are still going high at seven levels. There's still seven, seven nevels. Of, 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 yeah. I mean, there's still, uh, I, yeah. And there's still a lot of popcorn waterfalls going yeah, yeah. on now that people But only movies, in limited, now few, now few movie theaters. Movie theaters. Uh, I thought about yeah. that. I thought, what um, if I wanted to make out with a different girl? Because I won't see Kate for about a month. You know, it will be about a month or two months since I've seen Kate at all by the time we actually yeah. see one another. And um, so I did, I thought about that. I go, you know, geez, this is like a situation where any other guy would be like, have a wandering eye, but what would you do? I mean, you can't hook up with some random girl, you know, do you, do you have them quarantine for 14 days and then get tested? And then you guys can, I mean, this is such a tough time again. So it would, you'd have to take a risk and it wouldn't be, it's not worth it. So I think your social contact would be described as average. Mine is probably huge. Uh, no, it's 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 very small because it's okay. Only so outdoors. we'll say small. Hygiene? Would you say you have average, poor, or good hygiene? I haven't showered since the Van Buren administration. That, so that's that average. gives you a little. It's actually just average. <laughs> poor. I'm a guy. Yeah, that makes poor, me average. Poor is from uh, before the country it was when Ellis Island was just an island. I've yet to floss my teeth. Um, I don't think so. We can I've say average. Let's just that. say average. I've heard it's now. Great. Your gender is female or male, or are you like prefer not to identify? So far, I'm male, but I, you know, I don't want to. I'm binary. Too much. What What is the deal about this non-binary idea where it's like I don't have a gender, I'm not male or female? It's like we're just talking about if you've got a dick or not. That's it. We're talking about do you have a vagina or do you have yeah. a penis? Can you or can you not double dip? That's all it is. Because is that's all we, binary? you know, that's really, that's, that's what sort of different, dif, differentiates right. the, the groups. One, one group can, can dip their wick and others can't. Right. That's, that's exactly all, it. Right. Other than that, we are identical. We're the exact same, except identical. some of us have, except some of us have is, bigger tits than others. That's true. The sexes, the sexes are identical. We're equally good at everything. Sports, Every, everything. Yes. That's right. You feel strongly about that. You've said that many times. No. <laughs> all right. I believe that if all women, if all leaders of different countries were women, I think we'd be much better off. Really? 
I really do. Yeah, I really believe that. And the statistics show that the countries run by women have fared better during this entire uh, pandemic because I, I don't know. I just I I, I would prefer a, uh, a female leader, but I think in any event, that's right. Yeah. So your gender is male. Did you? You're not now. You're one. One eye is bleeding and the other's crying. Well, I'm. You know, my actually, my left eye is. My, That's a great. My acting. left eye is crying for my right eye because it's bleeding. <laughs> and uh, and my right eye bleeds for my left. You know, it's it's a whole goddamn thing. Yeah. All right, you have good health services, average or poor. Uh, average. really? Well, do you have an, no, Do you have insurance? I mean, I don't. I I do have health insurance, but I, it only allows me to go to the vet. So it's you know it's. Uh, this is going to be really accurate uh, description of all of your answers. Include a joke from your act in the early two thousand. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's say your health services are good. You know. Yeah. Okay. And then okay. we're going to again do the population um, in. Uh, you know, it's ten percent. And then the IFR rate is 1.5 because right now it's like, you know, 0.7 or something. So even actually, let's just do 0.1 because that's what everybody talks about. Okay. Now, how likely are you to die in a car accident? I was told it was like one in 120, something like that in your lifetime. Okay. Um, Could be wrong. 40 to 49 with everything that I just said. Across the board. Yeah. Right. Uh, you still have one in 14,374 chances that you will die from the coronavirus. And, you know, that is so much more than if you, you know, than getting in a car accident. And it's not much less than getting killed by somebody you know, you know? So, that's well, my point is that, I mean, think about that number. That's, and this is, you've person, seen my but act, this okay? isn't, uh, you know, this isn't for sure, but it, but you've seen my, you've seen my comedy act. Don't you think I'm taking a double risk by going out and performing because not just the risk of getting the crime, but there. the risk of someone of, of being upset and killing me during the show because they're so upset that they're not laughing as hard. I as mean, they I wanted. can see that. I mean, it's kind of a double whimmy. It's a double. A double whim whim. Dip wick whammy. It's a double dip wick whammy. <laughs> hey, we're going to, uh, we're you know what? We're, this is going to be a double, a two-parted episode because people are going to be curious if you winked or if you, uh, not winked, but if you uh, closed your eyes at any point in time. I think so. And, right. Um, I mean, we got to keep the steering test going. So we're, we're staring. We've been staring at each other now for, uh, I believe, 23 hours and 49 minutes. Stick around for our next episode where we let you know exactly how we conclude. Exactly how classic. we shit where we fuck. Or ah, I wish I didn't do that. 